Welcome, this is Jessica Ortner and our time together is dedicated to feeling good within all of life's complexities. We'll be going on a wandering path, exploring topics like spirituality, productivity, and personal fulfillment. Because happiness is not a destination, it's an adventure. So welcome to Adventures in Happiness. Hey friend, let me ask you this. What would you do if you had more confidence? Think about it for a second. The truth is confidence is essential when it comes to taking a step forward in any part of our life, whether it's being in a relationship or asking for a raise or spending time taking care of our body. Confidence is fundamental. And there's a lot of confusion around confidence, thinking that it's something that you have to do, that you have to earn. But feeling more confident is actually easier than you think. We're gonna dive into this topic with the amazing Grace Smith. So Grace is on a mission to make hypnosis mainstream. She is a renowned hypnotherapist. I've had sessions with her myself and just loved them. She is the founder of gshypnosis.com and she's a regular guest on the CBS hit show, The Doctors, and she's been featured in Mary Claire, The Atlantic, Mind Body Green, all those amazing places. And she has a new book that's coming out July 17th, 2018. Keep an eye out for it. It's called Close Your Eyes and Get Free. So if hypnosis is something that interests you, or maybe you're kind of interested, but you're also a little bit put off because you've seen Uh, kind of some bad stuff about it with Hollywood and with stage shows, you're definitely going to enjoy this because she is going to give you the real insight of what hypnosis really is and how to use self-hypnosis to get what you want. So again, I hope that you enjoy the show. I want to mention really quickly that I did record this over Skype. She was in Sweden. It was very late for her. I was so grateful that she did the interview The sound is pretty good. Um, At moments, if she cuts out, it's just the connection to Sweden, but I made sure that you would understand every word that she said, and it ended up becoming a great interview. So I have some personal news to share with you all. I am really happy to announce that my husband and I are gonna have a baby in October. I am five months pregnant. It's hard to keep it a secret because this bump is growing very big and I've lost creative ways to hide it in photos. Um, A lot of people have asked me why I wasn't sharing the news publicly earlier. And the truth is that I am one in four women who've experienced a miscarriage. I've actually had two miscarriages. And in the past year, I've also comforted friends who have gone through the heartbreaking experience of a miscarriage. And so I know what it feels like when someone does this really happy, great pregnancy announcement and you're struggling and it leaves you feeling alone. And so I decided if I'm going to share my wonderful, joyous news, then I also want to share the whole journey and say that it was a struggle and for anyone who's listening to this and is struggling, it's not your fault. I'm so sorry that you're going through that. And you're not alone. I mean, one in four women experience a miscarriage, and it's such an isolating experience that I think it's important for women who've had the experience to share because then we realize we aren't alone. So finally, I'll just say that Lucas and I are really thrilled. We did find out it's a little baby boy. So I'm open to baby boy name suggestions. If you have a baby boy name that you like, send me a message on Instagram or Facebook. We are open to suggestions and really, really happy. And finally, I just want to do a shout out to our sponsor. Um, I want to talk about The Tapping Solution really quickly. This is all possible because of the work I do at The Tapping Solution and our amazing team. We have so many great free tapping meditations over at thetappingsolution.com. So head over that there, scroll down. You'll see a lot of amazing tapping meditations in our books and programs. Um, if you're new to tapping, it's an incredible, incredible stress relief technique that uses the body's meridian system. So check that out at thetappingsolution.com. And without any further ado, here's Grace.
Grace, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me, Jessica. I'm thrilled that you're here. Hypnosis is something that I've loved. Um, I've taken courses myself on it. It's really been great to incorporate with the tapping work that I do. Uh, But the reality is when it comes to hypnosis, there is a lot of confusion because of Hollywood and like really corny stage shows. And people think, you know, someone who can hypnotize you can make you do things against your will. So I'd love to start by kind of clarifying what hypnosis is and address some of these common myths. So let me start with the, you know, most basic question. What is hypnosis? Great. I love starting (laughs) with this because my entire career, I always want to launch into all the amazing ways that hypnosis can transform your life. But if you've got the belief that it's swinging watches or clucking chickens, you know, we got to make sure we overcome those misnomers first. So what I call hypnosis is meditation with a goal. That's what it is. It feels like meditation, except for we've got a very specific goal, something we need to transform inside the subconscious mind. And when it comes to the belief that Hollywood and the stage shows perpetuate because it's easy for them to do it, they don't have to be very creative to come up with other reasons why people are doing things they wouldn't normally do. It's just lazy screenwriting as far as I'm concerned. (laughs) Is that if hypnosis were truly mind control, if you could truly make someone do something they didn't want to do, then let's be serious. All hypnotherapists on the planet would be billionaires. And as far as I know, there is not yet one. And I share that example because it really puts things into perspective for people very quickly. Like, oh, this is just another Hollywood scheme. It's just something made up in the movies. But because we've seen that same story over and over and over again, we've started to believe that it's true. But the fact of the matter is, the more you want the result in hypnosis, the more effective the hypnotherapy is. So if you don't want the result, you're not going to get results. And um, it's really important to know going into your first session. Definitely. And I know that you work with clients. I've had a session with you and it's been incredible. You have amazing uh, audios on your website. In your new book, Close Your Eyes and Get Free, you talk about self-hypnosis. And I'm interested in what self-hypnosis is compared to regular hypnosis. Right. Yeah. So there's really three main buckets in ways that you can utilize hypnotherapy. The most traditional is one-on-one hypnotherapy sessions. So that's what you and I had, Jessica, and it was such an amazing, powerful experience because you get to really know someone's unique subconscious mind and the reasons why you're behaving the way you're behaving or thinking the things that you're thinking. And so private hypnotherapy is the most expensive, but it's also the most effective. Um, then there's the next tier down, which are hypnotherapy recordings. Like you mentioned on our site, we've got a huge big library of them because I said to myself, if I want to make hypnosis mainstream, not everybody's going to be able to afford the one-on-one either with myself or someone on my team. So we have to make it more accessible. So recordings are amazing. They've got great quality, amazing hypno affirmations. They'll recondition your mind. But because they are recordings, they are generic, right? They have to be able to help thousands, even millions of people. So they're not specific to you. So you see a lot of improvement, but maybe not as much as you would have seen with the one-on-one. And self-hypnosis is this really interesting space where it's not a recording. It's not generic. It is totally specific to you. And you're the one putting yourself into this state of hypnosis. And so I said, when I'm writing my book, I want to make sure that people feel totally empowered to use this incredible tool without ever needing me to be in the same room with them, without ever needing headphones and an iPhone and, you know, without needing anything else that if you get in this place where let's say the subway stops for 20 minutes underground and your car is packed and it's hot out and it's summer, even for someone without claustrophobia, that's a very difficult situation to be in. And there's no Wi-Fi down there. And <laughs> you can't necessarily find a hypnotherapist on the car, right? So in situations like that, or right before you get up on stage, or if your kids are driving you nuts, but you don't want to freak out on them, you can put yourself into this beautiful theta brainwave state, which we'll do together today, which will be really fun for everyone to get a taste, but without the help of anyone else and start reprogramming your state in the moment on your own. 
I love that. Well, you said hypnosis is meditation with a goal. When we're experiencing hypnosis, what is happening in our brain? Yes. So I always describe it as meditation with a goal because many people have attempted meditation. So you know that the first time you try to meditate, you don't become this enlightened Shanghai monk floating above <laughs> their meditation pillow in lotus position with no thoughts at all and pure nirvana. Most of the time, it's like you're moving around, itching, thinking, am I doing this right? Why am I thinking so many thoughts? And so with hypnosis, because the movies make it look like it's a blackout, mm. I'll have people have this amazing transformative experience where they're crying, getting insights they've never had before, and then they'll say, oh, but it's such a shame I wasn't hypnotized. And I'm like, yes, you were. You were so hypnotized. And we know that from the result. But because they were thinking thoughts, they thought that they weren't hypnotized. So just, you know, for everybody here listening right now, think in your mind after me, even if I think thoughts, I'm being hypnotized. So that's the first thing to know. Your conscious mind continues to think thoughts. But what's happening inside your brain is that our normal waking consciousness occurs on what's called the beta brain wavelength. So if you put sensors on your brain and you were to monitor the wavelengths that are being produced by your various states of thinking, beta is normal. That's what we're in right now having this conversation. And on a graph that would look very fast and very spiky and very close together. And then underneath that is what's called the alpha brainwave state. And that's like imagination, looking out the window on a plane, or you zone out in class and start thinking about something more creative. That's a little bit smoother, a little bit slower, a little bit further apart, the waves. And then theta comes after that. Theta is where you go in deep meditation. It's where you go in hypnosis. It's certainly what you access in tapping as well. Um, anytime that you're reaching your subconscious, you are in theta. And what that means is it's your most creative state. You have no inhibition, and it's your resource state. So when you've got an issue and your conscious beta brain couldn't come up with a solution to fix it, in theta, it becomes instantly clear why it's all happening, how it's all happening. And beneath that is delta, and that's sleep. So even though in the movie, hypnosis sometimes looks like sleep, you can see by breaking it down by brainwaves, that really you're in this place that's above sleep, but deeper than daydreaming. And that's what's happening in your brain. And now the thing is, when you become deeply relaxed and you feel safe, you become open to suggestion. That's really the entire mechanism of hypnosis. So I'll say that again. When you're feeling deeply relaxed and perfectly safe, you become open to suggestion. But again, you only become open to the suggestions you want to absorb. Now, most people try to make change in their life when they're totally stressed out, when they're yeah. fed up, when they're like, I can't take this another day. But actually, in that state, we're in a survival state, which means we are in a position to be the least receptive to suggestion of any other time in our lives. Yes. So it's really fascinating. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we see it. I mean, it's, it's a concept that I often talk about as well with tapping. It's like we try to stress ourselves to a solution when we're having a struggle in our life. We just, we have a sense of panic and there's a part of us that has grown up to believe that, well, if I don't have the panic, it means I don't care. Like the panic is going to fuel me. It's going to push me to the answer, but it, it doesn't because we're not creative and we're not resourceful and we're not innovative when we're in that state. And then we have other experiences when we're on a walk or we're in the shower and all of a sudden it's like ugh, that finally things make sense. We get that bright idea. So I think it's important to always remind ourselves when we're struggling that the stress and the panic won't lead to a solution. We have to do what's almost counterintuitive, which is relax. Because a lot of times, Grace, as you know, we say to ourselves, I'll relax once this is figured mm. out, right? Like I'll, I will be happy and relax once this problem is solved. But it's through the relaxation that we find the solution. Exactly. And I see this in two other places all the time. So I'm so glad you mentioned it. One is peak performance. People who want to be the best in their field tend to think that if they're not totally stressed out and going crazy and nuts and working harder than everyone else, that they're not going to be the best. 
And just as you said, it's actually the exact opposite. We block ourselves from our greatness when we're coming from a survival, stressed out panic state. And the other place where we see this is in test taking. So there have been a number of fascinating studies done around using hypnotherapy to not only prepare for exams, but to do self-hypnosis when you begin the exam. And stressed out people have very little memory recall and their creativity levels go way down. Whereas when you're in a relaxed state feeling confident, you can recall the information that you studied. You have the confidence to put the information on the page and test scores skyrocket. So it's really interesting to see physicians and lawyers now using this for LSAT, MCAT, and even younger kids using this for SATs and things like that. Yes. Oh, it's amazing. So we talked a little bit about self-hypnosis. And one thing that we will do today is we're going to have a a little session on how to boost our confidence. Um, Can you give us some tips, though, of around self-hypnosis? What are some things that we can do um, that if we have an objective, we can start experiencing some of these amazing benefits that come with hypnosis on ourselves. Um, Maybe a place, I know that's kind of a big question. You have an entire book on this, but I'm wondering if maybe a place to start is, is hypno affirmations, which is something you talk about. Yeah, it's it's a great question. And what I'll do is provide you with two amazing ways to start with baby, baby, baby steps. Okay. Um, and then you can build from there with everything that's taught in the book. So the first step, as you mentioned, is a hypnoaffirmation. And it's similar to regular hypnoaffirmations, which we learned from the amazing Louise Hay, and really just a way of healing our thoughts by constantly programming in what we want to be thinking rather than attracting into our lives we don't want by focusing on the negative or whatever the dis-ease is, et cetera. But hypnoaffirmations are different in that you're not saying them from the beta brainwave state, the conscious state. You're saying them at the theta brainwave state. So the way I describe it is it's like instead of taking a battering ram and hitting it against a locked gate a thousand times, which is kind of like using affirmations on the beta brainwave level mm-hmm. hypno affirmations are like getting the key unlocking the gate walking through it and then planting the seeds of those ideas right there into the fertile soil so you can definitely make progress you can make a dent with affirmations but you have to be very consistent and dedicated to to get through that gate with them whereas mm-hmm. with hypnosis you just walk right through so when you're creating your hypnoaffirmation, a few key things to keep in mind, and we could go on and on about this, but I'll give you the main pointers. You want to make sure it's always in the present tense. So you're never going to say, one day I'll lose 10 pounds, or um, I'm, you know, uh, one day I'll be rich, something like that. You know, it's always like every day in every way I'm becoming more and more abundant, or currently I am surrounded by wealth, which is true. I mean, anybody listening to this right now, you've got some form of device that you're listening to it on, which puts you automatically in one of the more wealthy brackets of the world population, right? There are people who survive on less than a dollar a day. So no matter what's happening in our bank account, we can say to ourselves, I'm surrounded by wealth. But it can't be something like... um, that it's building towards it into the future. It has to be now. Otherwise, it's always going to be in the future. So make sure when you're writing your hypnoaffirmation, it's in the present tense. And make sure you're focusing on what you do want, not what you don't want. So your hypnoaffirmation is not going to be, I'm getting less and less fat, for example. It's every day in every way, I'm losing weight and feeling great. Or I'm becoming thin, trim, and Blender, right? Weight loss is a very popular topic with hypnosis, but it can be anything. And the reason why we use that mechanism every day in every way on becoming more and more is that it also needs to be believable. It can't be a total lie. So you can't sit there with your hypnoaffirmation and say, okay, it's going to be present tense and I'm focusing on what I want. So my hypnoaffirmation is I have $10 million. (laughs) Because if you don't have anywhere near that, the subconscious will call BS. But if you say every day in every way, I'm becoming more and more of a millionaire, then even though it might be 
a bit of a ways off in the distance. You're programming your subconscious to be able to absorb that belief, and then you take the actions to match it. So to recap with your hypnoaffirmation, make sure it's present, believable, and um, what was the third one that I just said? I think that was it, present and be- Oh, yeah, no, present and believable. Was there a third one? Believable, <laughs> there was totally a third. But whatever, it'll come to me. So that's the hypnoaffirmation. Oh, and not the negative, in the positive. Yes, focused on what you do want, not what you don't want, exactly. <laughs> so if you want to put yourself into a very light, like kind of alpha, low alpha, light theta state, what you can do is just imagine your favorite color that you love flowing into the top of your head, all the way through your body, out the bottoms of your feet. And the reason why this puts you in that state right away without even needing to know anything else about hypnosis is because typically a color that you love shows up in your clothes, in your throw pillows, on the walls of your home, maybe even in your pencils. You know, it's like sometimes the colors we love are... I'm, well, I just want to mention that I am sitting on my purple chair in my office, which is painted purple. So I think it's very <laughs> clear what color I'll be using during self-hypnosis. Yes, that's beautiful. And a lot of people laugh when I say that because it's so true. It's like everything in their life has got a little splash of this color. So when you are programming yourself by running this color through your body and then repeating your hypno affirmations, which focus on what you do want, are present and believable, then subconsciously every time, Jessica, you sit down in your purple chair in your purple office, you are actually reaffirming those hypno affirmations to yourself without even realizing it. Oh, that's cool. No, that's mm-hmm. really yeah. cool. Okay, so, so we so before we even start the help the self hypnosis, we want to sit down and write the affirmation that we want. Then we start by taking a few deep breaths and imagining this color you said coming in through our head and does it come out somewhere? Where does it go again? Yeah, it flows in through the top of your head, all the way through your body, out the bottoms of your feet. Okay. So I imagine that this is something that is a great thing to do before bed or right when we wake up in the morning and we're lying down and already pretty relaxed. Yeah, that's a beautiful time because actually when you first wake up and right before you go to bed, you're slipping into and out of theta because if you were in sleep, then you were in delta, now you're coming up and out. And if you're going into sleep, then you're going through theta into delta. So you're actually already in a state of hypnosis right first thing in the morning and right before bed at night. So I couldn't have said it better myself. Those are perfect times. Okay, perfect. So um, that's kind of how we get ourselves into that state. And then what's next? Do we just kind of say the affirmation? Yeah. So there's different ways to do it. And and the way that I taught it in the book is because there's so many fun mechanisms that you can add in that I wanted to make sure people could build upon it over time. So you get the fundamentals down and then you can add these really fun devices that take you deeper as time goes on. So for example, the most basic, simple self-hypnosis you could do is let's say you run the color through your body and let's say that your hypno affirmations are going to be, I am safe. I am calm. I choose to be here. I love these. This is my go-to for just about anything because I am safe gets us out of that fight, fight, freeze, survival state, which we got to get out of in order to be open to suggestion anyway. I am calm simply by affirming this. We become calm. And that, again, helps us to become open to the suggestions and also just feel better. And then I choose to be here, overcome the pain that we all experience when we leave the present moment by either worrying about the future or fretting about the past. So I choose to be here means I choose to be here in this present moment. And then what that does is it brings all of our power, all of our resources to us right here in the now, which is the only place where we can truly make lasting change. So the most simple self-hypnosis you could do, run the color through your body and repeat, I am safe, I am calm, I choose to be here. And you could do it three times. But if you've got the extra time, 
an ideal number of repetitions is 21. There's just something magical about it. But I'd rather see someone repeat the hypnoaffirmations three times than not at all. Um, but from there, you can add plenty of other things. You can count yourself down deeper. You can bring your attention to your palms. I teach some breathing techniques. Um, we do a little visualization process at the end to create new neurological links in the brain. So it can go from being that simple all the way up to something very complicated, but even more powerful. Yes, I love that. I'm going to start doing that. I'm going to um, experience it for myself. I love the simple stuff. And the simple stuff that we do consistently always gives us the most amazing results. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I, I Really, truly, if you do the color through the body, I'm safe, I'm calm, I choose to be here 21 times, and then the color again to seal it. And you do that a handful of times throughout the day. It's called a pattern interrupt, right? We've learned that plenty of places, but Tony Robbins talks about it a lot. And a pattern interrupt means that the stress response gets weakened because those neurological links in the brain aren't being used because we're interrupting it with this peace, with this calm, with this presence so much that we're building something new and what we don't use, we lose. So the old stress response actually begins to break down over time. Right. I love that. Well, Grace, one of the things I wanted to address is confidence. And it's a topic that I know a lot of people are interested in. When it comes to self-hypnosis, I know we're going to have an experience on our own, but I'm curious for someone who wants to boost their confidence, they want to use self-hypnosis. What's a good hypno-affirmation that works for confidence? Every day, in every way, I believe in myself more and more is a beautiful one for confidence because lack of confidence can have a lot of different roots to it. If we're thinking of a tree, that lack of confidence might be the limb, the physical manifestation. So it's like not asking for the raise you deserve, not going on the date you want to go on, not being a speaker when you have so much you want to share with the world. And then the trunk of that tree is stress. Stress either exacerbates and makes the problem, the limb, worse, or if we're not feeling too stressed, then we might not feel the problem, the limb, but it's still there. The roots are what is most fascinating, what we truly need to heal, and they're beneath the surface. We can't see them. But for something like confidence, it's lack of self-love lack of self-worth, lack of belief in ourselves that we're capable or worthy of doing this. And it could come from anywhere. But to be perfectly truthful, more often than not, these roots began when we were under the age of seven, when our subconscious was formed. So we might be in the office and every time we have to give our sales numbers in a meeting of 10 people, we're turning red and shaking. And that's not sustainable for a career that will last decades. It's painful on a daily basis. And so doesn't need to be the case. But we have to understand what is it about the subconscious beliefs that say either I'm not good enough to share this, or they're going to judge me or whatever it is. So this hypno affirmation of every day in every way, I believe in myself more and more, just saying it now, it feels like I'm putting like lavender essential oil on a burn, you know, it's just yeah. soothing it, it's calming the pain. And um, I'm sure everybody listening can already kind of feel there's this breath, this sigh of relief when we affirm that to ourselves. Definitely. The other day I posted um, a quote on Instagram, which got a great response. And it kind of speaks to this. And the quote is, there are people less qualified than you doing the things you want to do simply because they decided to believe in themselves. I think the interesting thing about confidence, Grace, is that Sometimes we don't think it's a lack of confidence. We make an excuse like, well, I'm, I really just need to take another course or I just need to learn more or I need to make more money first. And we put these rules around what needs to happen before we feel confident without realizing that confidence is something that doesn't need anything else. On our own, we can have the experience of believing in ourselves. Mm, Amazing. I saw that quote and I loved it so much. I'm not surprised that it got an amazing result. And I love that you said that about courses, because this is becoming kind of an an epidemic, I think. And you and I both offer online courses and we've taken tons of them. So 
we know the merit of it. We know how beautiful it is to be able to get online and learn and, and have this plethora of information available to us and be able to learn well. But I'm seeing more and more and more people using that as a crutch, as an excuse, and truly as a form of self-sabotage. That it's like, you have got everything you need right now to go out there and do it, to start making moves. But we use education as an excuse to not put ourselves out there first. And I, I see this in corporate as much as I see it in entrepreneurs. So I love that you brought it up because it's like, you can learn more later, but just start doing the thing today and let's get the subconscious on board so that it's not a painful experience, but instead an exciting one. No, that's so true. I've seen that a lot. And the other thing I've I've noticed a lot, and it kind of goes with this needing to take courses and study, but this idea of I have to heal everything. I have to be perfect first. And so it's that dive into self-help, which I have, I dive deep into self-help. I, I mean, I love it and I'm in the industry and I'm constantly reading. But I think what we can do is we think, well, I need to not have any insecurity or any doubt or any fear at all before I can take a step forward. And that becomes this excuse to hold ourselves back to keep doing this inner work. And it's tricky because there's a time and a place when we do need to take a step back and take care of ourselves. And then there's a time where we have to reflect and say, do I really need to stop myself or am I doing this because I'm scared because I'm lacking some confidence? And what's amazing about confidence, as we both I'm sure have experienced, is that yes, you can begin to feel confident within yourself and then confidence really grows with action, right? Mm, it doesn't grow from standing yes. still. So true. Yes. And I see this so often with my public speaking clients that I say to them, I can hypnotize you till you're blue in the face to imagining yourself giving a kick-ass TED Talk and loving every minute of it. <laughs> but if you're not getting out there and having the practice of actually speaking, which is an entirely different thing, the physicality of it, then it's, it's severed from the experience. The most empowering way to use hypnosis for something like, let's say, public speaking is you come, have the, a few sessions to heal the inner trauma that we don't know about, then get out there, practice, and then come back and have a session to anchor your success. So that's your new normal. That's your new baseline. It's not the fear. It's like, oh, man, I went out there and did better than I thought I was going to in a non-high-stakes situation. We anchor the subconscious, and now you're good to go. And that applies for all the actions you can take. Right. So certainly what I found is once you have the experience, you take the action, then you can use hypnosis to anchor in that new positive experience. But taking action is key. Yeah. And then something else that you had mentioned, Jessica, that I think is really important to discuss is that people ask me all the time, you know, with hypnosis, it sounds like you can solve almost all of the problems in your life. So does everything just become sunshine and roses? And it's, you know, the fact of the matter is that if you can use hypnosis to stop binge eating, not bite your nails anymore, overcome a fear of flying, get more confident, improve your sex life, all these things. But it, you, all you can control is yourself. You can't control the outside world. It's still going to rain. Your boss is still going to behave how they behave. And so it really just becomes about us taking control of the things that we always have control of in our subconscious mind, but in the past allowed other people to have a say in, you know, where if we were feeling insecure because someone made a remark at the office, that we can reprogram our response to that. Now, that having been said, we can improve a lot of the things in our life. But then what I find is when we up level to the next place, you know, for example, let's just think about a career. There's a lot of insecurities. There's a lot of fear. You work through all those. You're able to own it. And then you get promoted. And now you're in a new position. And you haven't been able to anchor in the success of those actions of that experience. And so sometimes some new things pop up. And then we can use hypnotherapy to get into the subconscious about that. And so even though we can transform bad habits and stress and things that don't serve us, life is still life. And we're always evolving. I'm always being thrown new challenges and new lessons. 
And so I really challenge everyone listening to not view hypnosis as, you know, oh, you have a session and you quit smoking, because even though that might be possible, that's not where the power of this tool lies. It lies in being able to constantly check in with your subconscious and improve and up-level your way of being in the world, no matter what comes your way. Right. That makes a lot of sense and really good advice and a good reminder for all of us. So Grace, I'd love to go into this experience to help us boost our confidence. Is there anything that we should know before we dive in? Yes. So just as a reminder, if you're thinking thoughts, you're still hypnotized. (laughs) (laughs) And so everyone remember that. Number two, if you're driving while listening to this episode, please do not follow along. The only time you don't want to do hypnosis is if you're driving. And the only people who hypnosis is not safe for where there's a contraindication is if there's a diagnosis of schizophrenia. Other than that, hypnosis is perfectly safe for truly anyone on the planet. And hypnosis is possible for every person on the planet. Some people go in nice and deep the first time. Some people go nice and deep the second time. It's a matter of conditioning. So just be open-minded and have fun with it. Wonderful. Well, I am ready when you are. Perfect. So the first thing I'm going to do is ask everyone to get nice and comfy. You can be seated or lying down. And you're going to notice your starting stress level. And we do this just to get a baseline of how you're feeling now, and we'll compare it to how you feel at the end. So we're having a lot of fun with this conversation, um, but I'd love to know your starting number, Jessica. Okay, so my starting stress number? Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I would say like a six or seven, because I am on, you know, I am on an interview. So I think mm-hmm. there is a level of of stress that comes when you're recording something live. Yes, absolutely. I'm definitely not completely zened out. So I'll I'll give myself a six. (laughs) (laughs) Perfect. Okay, great. So starting level is a six. And as much as technology is amazing and can connect us all over the world, it can add level of stress for sure. (laughs) So um, everyone else who's listening, just go ahead and notice your starting stress level as well. And then go ahead and Close your eyes all the way down. Take a nice, deep, letting go breath. Already beginning to relax both mind and body. Relax the top of your head. Relax your forehead, smoothing out any creases. Relax the tiny muscles next to your eyes. Relax your jaw, letting it hang loose and slack. Relax your shoulders, relax your arms all the way through to the fingertips, relax your torso, breathing easily, really releasing your stomach. And relaxing your legs all the way out through the bottom of the feet. Go ahead and just relax your jaw again once more. And as you do so, you send a message to the rest of your body that it's safe for you to relax. Good. Now go ahead and begin to imagine that color you love forming at the top of your head and then say that color in your mind as you now imagine that color flowing into the top of your head all the way through your body out the bottoms of your feet down into the center of the earth that color relaxing you that color releasing you That color taking you all the way down. 
You realize now your eyelids are wonderfully deeply relaxed. Your eyelids are so wonderfully deeply relaxed that they just want to stay closed. No matter how hard you try to open them, they just want to stay closed. And when you're absolutely certain they just won't open, go ahead and think that color that you love once more to yourself as it flows in through the top of your head all the way through your body out the bottoms of your feet down into the center of the earth very very good and now repeating in your mind after me I am safe I am calm. I choose to be here. One last time now, imagining that color you love, flowing into the top of your head, all the way through your body, out the bottoms of your feet, down into the center of the earth. And now with each and every single decreasing number, you're going to easily and effortlessly double your relaxation. Repeating in your mind after me. Five. I'm going deeper and deeper. Four. I'm going deeper and deeper. Three, I'm going deeper and deeper. Two, I'm going deeper and deeper. One, I'm going deeper and deeper. And now go ahead and begin to imagine that someone you admire so very much is standing before you, someone who has tremendous confidence and not the overcompensating kind for proving that something else is going beneath the surface, but someone who is truly authentically grounded in their confidence, someone who doesn't need to prove anything. They're so inherently confident. They're standing before you in three, going even deeper, Two, trusting what comes, and one. And because this person has so much innate, natural confidence, that their confidence is self-generating, meaning that they could get rid of every single last drop of it, they could pour it all away, and yet they'd regenerate it completely in an instant. And so they begin to do this now pouring all of their confidence into a ball of light beneath their two hands. Every single last drop of confidence that this person has is pouring into a golden ball of light between their two hands. And this golden ball of light they're going to hand to you. In three, going even deeper. Two, trusting what comes and one. Hold this ball of light between your hands now, this ball of confidence. And when I snap my fingers, this confidence, you're going to swallow it. And it will become your confidence cookie. In three, going even deeper, getting ready to swallow every last drop of confidence. Two, trusting what comes. And one, swallowing that golden ball of light as every single drop of golden confidence enters into your cells, enters into your mind. Notice your posture improving as you repeat in your mind and yourself after me. Every day and every way, I believe in myself more and more. Every day and every way, I believe in myself more and more. Every day, in every way, I believe in myself more and more. 
Now smile and wink at that person standing before you, noticing all of their confidence has already regenerated. And yet now you are full to the brim with your own confidence. And as you look at them, you realize, I've got it too. Starting to come back now, feeling absolutely wonderful. Because every day in every way, you believe in yourself more and more. One, starting to come back now, moving your feet and your toes. Two, moving your hands and your fingers. Three, lots of energy returning to the body. Four, coming all now, getting ready to open your eyes. Five, opening your eyes, putting a smile on your lips, remembering everything. Lots of energy returning to the body and thinking one final time in your mind, every day, in every way, I believe in myself more and more beautiful so Jessica what's your number now oh man hold on I just need to take this in for a second uh um (laughs) I feel I don't I mean I don't feel really feel stressed I actually it's interesting I thought I'd be really tired after hypnosis but I feel energized um but I mean, I'd say my stress is down to, I don't know, a zero. I, I don't, I'm not saying a zero just to make you feel better, Grace, but <laughs> I, I can't connect to um, any stress right now. But what's the most interesting experience is that I feel um, more powered in my center, if that makes sense. Like, just kind of my core feels stronger. Absolutely, yeah. So just how amazing it is in such a short period of time to not only go from a six to a zero, which is a very common experience, but to become so energized, so confident, and to feel that strength in your core. You know, if you can do that in just a few minutes, imagine the possibilities of what can happen using this over and over again for even longer periods of time. It's truly astounding. Definitely. It really is. And Grace, so you've already given us so much. Can you tell us a little bit about, well, you've been telling us about it, but I want to hear more about your new book, Close Your Eyes and Get Free. Yes. So when I set out on a mission to make hypnosis mainstream, because that's truly what my mission has been ever since I decided to make this my career, I knew that I needed to be able to get the word out to have everyone realize that hypnosis is not what Hollywood and the stage shows make it look like, but it is what you just felt. It's so empowering. It's so relaxing. It's non-invasive. And it's absolutely one of the most powerful ways that you can change your life. So when I realized that there was such a disconnect between what people thought this was and what it actually is, I realized it was a human rights issue. And so Close Your Eyes, Get Free is the title of the book because I truly, genuinely believe that by understanding this tool, you access freedom. You release yourself from the chains of conditioning that other people created, and you tap into who you are as your best and highest self, and you get to create that on the level of the subconscious. So that's what the book is. It's educational. It's showing you what this is, how it works, why it works. But most importantly, it's teaching you to do this work, to be able to hypnotize yourself without the aid of anything else. And I'm, I'm so proud of it. And I'm just so excited for it to be out in the world so very soon. Well, we will definitely put a link to that within the notes, thetappingsolution.com forward slash notes. But Grace, if people want to learn more about you, can you share your website and how they can connect with you? Yes. So the very best thing that you can do is go to gshypnosis.com forward slash book, because that takes you to my main website, but also to the book page. Because right now we've got three gifts that we're giving um, for anyone who pre-orders the book, because I don't want you to have to wait to start changing your life with hypnosis. So if you do feel interested and you want to pre-order the book, you instantly get a $50 coupon to the recordings on our site. So you don't have to wait even a day. You can immediately dive in and start experiencing hypnosis for anything you want to change in your life with that $50 coupon. You're also going to get access to my online workshop called How to Train Your Subconscious. 
and an invite to my book launch party in New York in July. So all those goodies and more are awaiting you at diashypnosis.com forward slash book. Amazing. And Grace, there are two questions I like to ask every new guest on the show. And um, the first question is, is there something in your life that when it happened, it seemed horrible, but ended up becoming a really big blessing? Absolutely. I was lucky enough to get sober when I was 24 years old. So to be really succinct about it, uh, my first career was in fundraising and I worked for the largest firm in the world. We rose hundreds of millions of dollars for new hospital wings and things like that. But it was 2008. So it was the peak of the recession and everyone was losing their jobs. And I had my hand out asking for money. So right from then, I, re- I didn't have any healthing, healthy uh, coping mechanisms. So I turned to partying as my way of stress relief, which I feel so lucky and blessed now to say within a sh- few short years got really out of control. And um, I thought it was the end of my life. I had never been more depressed, more bleak, more anxious. But when I got sober, it put me on the path to finding hypnotherapy, actually, because six months later, I used it to quit smoking. And I never would have been open enough to try hypnosis if I hadn't been through that. I realized I didn't have all the answers. And I was humble enough to say, I don't know what this is. I don't know if it'll work for me, but I'm at, I've tried everything else. Let me give this a shot. So while I was going through it, it seemed like the absolute lowest low of my life, the hardest thing I'd ever been through. But I realized now it's the greatest blessing I've experienced because it got me on path. I love that. Well, thank you for sharing that with us. And the next question is not so deep. It's kind of silly, but I love it. If you could be any animal, what would you be and why? Oh, this is such a good one and so difficult. (laughs) First thing that pops into your mind. Truthfully, I know it probably doesn't. Well, truthfully, it's a Pegasus. (laughs) A Pegasus. Tell us more. When I was a little girl, because I could never decide what I wanted to be between something that could fly or being a horse, because I love horses so much. But I love a Pegasus because it's this beautiful horse that can fly. And I just think it's like the most limitless thing there is to be able to run that fast, be so beautiful, so majestic, so loving, but also to have wings and be able to travel all over the world in an instant. I love that answer. And nobody has ever said Pegasus on this show. (laughs) So you are the first one. And that's brilliant. Well, Grace, thank you so much for sharing your gifts with us. I really appreciate it. Hey, it was an honor to be here. And I knew in your work so much. And I'm so grateful that I get to share this information with your amazing audience. So thank you for having me. 